Welcome back to The Need to Know, a podcast presented by We Roam Freely. We Roam Freely is a nonprofit organization dedicated to uplifting and showcasing women and non-binary artists of color and fighting against systemic racism in the arts. We have some amazing artists lined up to share their stories and help inspire creators like you along their journey. Stay till the end of our episode to find out more about our current artist opportunities and events. Yes, well, thank you so much for joining the session this evening. My name is Imani Whiteherd. I or I go by Imani Antoinette. It's easier to remember. I am a multilingual creator, meaning that not that I speak multiple languages, but in the sense of creativity. So I do. I am a podcaster. I am a writer. I'm a filmmaker. I am a storyteller. I am someone who is just so invested in the arts, so invested in creativity that I do not limit myself to one channel. And I'm here joined by the most beautiful woman that I know, Miss <laughs> Labria. So Bria, yeah. you jump on here and tell the people who you are. Hey, how you doing? As Amani said, my name is Labria, but I go by Bree. Um, I am an educator by day, and I am a creative educator. I'm a consultant. I'm an author. I'm a student. And like Amani, I love that language that you put to that, the multilingual. I'm, I'm really feeling that vibe. So I resonate <laughs> with being multilingual, and I'm, I'm super excited to be a part of this conversation. Yes, yes. So today we're talking about investing in joy. Again, investing in joy. So why I want you to have a piece of paper on, on standby, because I have a question for you all. What does joy look like to you? Now, I want you to take a moment to write down your answers. And if you can, can you put them in the chat so we can just see what it is that you all have come up with? Again, the prompt is, what does joy look like? What does joy look like? Now, I want you to take it a bit further. What does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it smell like? What does it sound like? Like I living in your purpose, I love it. Take it a step deeper. What does it smell like? Does it feel like a hug from someone that you love? Does it smell like spice and cinnamon? Does it sound like ocean vibes? Like what does joy look like? It smells like lavender. Okay, I love that. What else? What else? What does it feel like? Think about textures. Think about fabrics. Think about people that you come in contact with that bring you joy. I really want you all to take a second and immerse yourself into this question. What does joy look like? What does it look like for you? I think joy looks like family. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't necessarily mean blood family, but just people that I feel connected with and people that are my my chosen people, people that make me feel like family. Mm-hmm. Um, when I look at their faces, when I look at your face, when mm-hmm. I I look at, you know, other people in our tribe's faces, that that looks like joy to me. I agree. To me, joy looks like nature. Like mm. I'm very, I feel like my spirit resets when I'm in nature, mm. when I'm by water, especially. Mm. So joy sounds like ocean, like mo- water movement. Mm. It smells like seawater. It feels like a soft blanket or like mm. the very first day of fall. Yeah. You know? And I asked this question because I really want us to take a deeper look into what emotions feel like, you know? Yes. So it feels like nature, right? Mm. 
So it's just like really thinking about it. When we when we talk about emotions and we talk about things like that, we don't really sit and immerse ourselves into that experience. Yeah. Like really, how can we connect to it in everyday life? What does it smell like? What different senses does it activate? So I have a second question for you all, right? What do you think joy means? And and I, I want you to think about it because I hear, and we were talking about this earlier, mm-hmm. what is the difference between joy and happiness? Yeah. So if someone says, what is joy to you? What is joy? How would you be able to describe that? Mm-hmm. And I think it's mm-hmm. before... Before I I say um, my response, I just want to encourage everybody that, you know, the reason why we had you get paper and pencil is not just so that you can take notes, but there's something powerful about putting something on paper and keeping that paper. So everything that you're putting in the chat, please make sure that you are holding these nuggets for yourself. Um, And having said that, I think the difference between happiness and joy is that happiness is conditional. Mm. I think Mm. that certain things can can make you happy. You can um, hear a song and feel happy or in a moment, you know, you feel you feel happy. But joy is even when I do not feel happy, when I may be going through it, when I'm, I may absolutely be, be miserable. I could be depressed and have joy. Okay. Because I think that joy is, is a constant and it is, it is a character to me. I think that when we talk about investing in joy, we should think about not how we're going to enjoy things, but how are we going to like intake that joy mm. and like make it a part of you? So I think joy becomes attached to your being, attached and happiness being. is just attached to a moment. Interesting, interesting. So I want y'all to continue to put your answers. What does joy mean? So we have inner peace. I feel like joy is deeper and freer and unjudging. Mm. So I'm assuming that's as it relates to happiness. So again, like Labria said, like we're, we want you to write this down because the actual act of writing something is a whole different type of feeling. Mm-hmm. And it puts you in this moment of grounding, yeah. which is where we want you to be while we're having this conversation of joy. And if you just walked in or just entered this conversation, I would love for you to have a piece of paper or a pencil ready because we, this is an interactive. I can't talk about joy on my own. I got to talk about joy with you all, right? Because joy is subjected to whoever is having the conversation. So I want you all to think about joy as it relates to blackness and as it relates to being a woman of color. You know, everything that We Roam Freely is doing, the platform that is providing for women of color as artists, when you think about that, Hi, expressing myself authentically. I love that. I love that. So when you think about being a woman of color, when you think about Blackness, when you think about being Indigenous or whatever category you fall into, what are ways that we deny ourselves joy? Because that's a real thing. A lot of times we talk about, you know, systematic racism. We talk about the man. We talk about white privilege really stifling our joy but what are some ways that you keep yourself from feeling joy as a woman of color i want y'all to take a second sit on that and and really put that into the chat because i'm really curious 
I know for me, it's this narrative that I feel that I have to follow, you know? I feel that as a Black woman, I cannot have joy. Mm -hmm. I have to constantly, it, like, it can't just be something that's given to me freely. Mm -hmm. It's something that I feel like I have to earn. Mm -hmm. It's something that I feel like is at the end of the road. It's mm -hmm. not something that I can tap into on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. It's like I have to roll up my sleeves, work hard every single day. I have to suffer i have to self-sacrifice i have to do all of these things and at the end of it then joy will come yeah mm -hmm. yeah i i resonate with that a lot i think that especially it's easily presented in the media that to receive joy which i think we also associate with love or like almost use like joy and love interchangeably mm -hmm. and synonymously sometimes that it has to come with struggle yeah. And that's that's so um, such a point for a black woman, especially um, in all types of relationships, romantic relationships, platonic relationships, feeling like something needs to be suffered first in order for you, like you said, to earn. Um, and mm -hmm. it was interesting because I was reading something this morning. Um, I'm in I'm in grad school now. And doctor, um, <laughs> doctor, what? Uh, I I was reading an article for an orientation class that I'm in, and it was about the the barriers for adult learners. And a study showed that the number one barrier that impeded the success of adult learners was themselves mm. feeling like I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. Um, I all of these these deficit models, right? And I think that what for me as a black woman, especially in academia, I walk into and I'm a part of a lot of white dominated spaces, and it it can feel so suffocating sometimes, yeah. feeling yeah. like yeah. you know I already have this imposter syndrome yeah. that is creeping up on my neck and won't let me breathe. Like I, I already have these insecurities. Mm -hmm. I already have these doubts, and you, I, I have to push through just to succeed yeah. and still not feel joy at the end of that. You know, and, and that that article reminded me like. You know, I I am in I am doing something big right now, and I don't feel joy about it. It's mm. something that's unsettling to me, and I think we rob ourselves of our joy when we we listen to to false narratives and make them true. Exactly, and I and this really bleeds into the point. Some a few people have said something in the chat what they feel that how they keep themselves from joy and it's comparing their success mm, to others. Yeah. And yesterday you all had a conversation about imposter syndrome, which is really real. And this mm -hmm. goes into the point that I've really been thinking about. What or who is this imaginary figure of authority that we are asking or seeking permission from? Mm. Mm -hmm. Like if you think about it, think about a time when you wanted to do something. You said, "I." Sh you said to yourself, "I shouldn't. I can't. I shouldn't. I can't do mm -hmm. that." Who told you you couldn't? Who are we seeking permission from? What is this imaginary figure that is like? We need some type of permission within ourselves to unlock joy, unlock yeah. things, or do things that bring us happiness, that bring us to a sense of completion or 
content? Mm -hmm. Like, what is this figure that we have established and how do we dismantle that? You know, have you felt any of that in, in your career? or even as a black woman, a woman of color, mm -hmm. like you find yourself waiting for some permission that never comes. Yeah, I think that a, a large part of that, that question of like, who is the person? I think that person is us, but mm. just manifested in, in traumatizing experiences. Mm. I think that when I think of all of the times that I have stopped myself from being in joy and I'm using that that language as if we were saying being in love because I think that <laughs> no but I think that's so I love real that. I love because that. like I love that. like imagine if we framed joy that way of it's something that we are be like we are actively being in so like I've stopped myself from being in joy because of a voice of this person that I have internalized okay. and kept, you know what I mean? Like sometimes we can sever the relationships with the people um, that are toxic and we think that we cut people off for for the better, but we don't realize that we're keeping the peace of them you are. That, that damaged us. You are. And I think those pieces and accepting those pieces as the truth and not getting to the root of I, I removed the person, but I didn't remove the pain. I removed the. I removed the person, but I did not remove the pain. I think that's big. I think okay. that creates the person that is is requiring permission. I so I have notes, y'all. So I wrote some notes because I was trying to be prepared. Yeah. I'm someone that's look. I'm that cousin that comes take you during um, Thanksgiving. I'm like yo. I'm that person, but Labria is very, very, very together. So I <laughs> so I wrote some notes for y'all because I'm I'm trying to be a better person. But it, it sounds as if we are talking about all these things that feel like the opposite of joy. Mm -hmm. You probably came into the session thinking, well, I didn't want to have a conversation about all these things that's keeping me from joy. You're supposed to talk to me about how to invest in it. But one thing about joy is you have to figure out what your triggers are. You have to figure out what's keeping you from actually having a home for it. And as Labria said, and something that I wrote down is we have to shift our focus from triggers, from trauma to joy to happiness, to things that bring us happiness. I bet if I asked you right now, name five things that trigger you and send you into a state of anger or a state of depression, you can let me know just wow. like this. Just like that. It's so easy for us to focus on things that are wrong. Yeah. Even it's a study that shows that people are more likely to talk about a bad experience than they are a good experience. Mm. Seriously. If you were at a store, if you were at Chick-fil-A, just because we were at, we just saw this long ass line for Chick-fil-A today. If you were at Chick-fil-A and Chick-fil-A was very sweet, you got everything, everything was nice and smoothly, would you tell someone about that? Or would you mention, you know, Chick-fil-A messed up my order. I asked for a two piece or whatever, however it comes in. Summon Black Twitter. Tag them in the comments. We canceling Chick-fil-A. We canceling Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Excuse you? Yeah. No. They didn't give me my cookies. What? <laughs> Fuck all that. Like, really. And it's sad that we really have to reprogram ourselves mm -hmm. to accept light, to even come back home. And I think that's one thing about investing in joy. And I want y'all to write this down. 
you have to make sure that joy has a place, has a home to reside in. And what that means is that you have to come home to yourself. Joy can't come into an empty vessel. Joy can't be nurtured or cannot blossom in a space where there is no life. It cannot happen. So what we need to do is clean up our spiritual selves, clean up our emotional temples, and create space for not us only joy to come back, but for us to come back home into ourselves. Does that make any sense? It does. I want to ask you a question about something you said. You said that joy can't occupy an empty space, and I thought that was powerful. What do we need to fill ourselves with to make home for joy? I think it's just agency. Mm. And that has been something that I've been talking about for a very long time this year. And a lot of people are like, fuck 2020, 2020 is a piece of shit. But 2020 has given a lot of people agency over their own Mm. lives. Because now you're sitting at home and you have 24 hours. What are you going to do with these 24 Mm. hours? Who are you going to spend time with? Now you're realizing what's important. Now you're you're out here and you're doing 18 different things that you weren't able to do in 2019 because you have the time. Yeah. Now you're able to prioritize what's important. For me, agency is really the key. It's giving yourself permission to be happy. If I say today, Joy looks like sitting in front of the TV in my panties, no bra, giving y'all giving y'all knee titties, titties on the knee. Hello? What I'm about to, what? We all family here, what? Giving y'all the best knee titties, living my best life, watching Netflix. If that's what I want to do, I should be able to do that. Yeah. A lot of what we feel that we have to do is rooted in other people's approval. Yeah. That we give everybody else the power over ourselves and our emotions and our happiness that we don't, we lose it. Yeah. And then it's that sense of, well, how do I how do I settle into my skin? Mm-hmm. How can I be comfortable with myself? Mm-hmm. How can I look in the mirror and love what I see? Mm-hmm. How can I even be present in this moment? Yeah. How can I be grounded mm-hmm. in a space that I'm not familiar with? Yeah. You know? That's huge. So my question to you, girl, is when you think about making space for joy, what does that look like? I think, and we've talked about this quite a few times about just the beauty of of therapy. Um, And since I found a new therapist recently, I've been doing a lot of work behind practicing saying things that maybe I I traditionally will feel like crazy for, or Mm -hmm. like maybe I'm overreacting, but like actually talking those out and coming to the root of it. And I think that making space for for joy, like you said, it requires this emotional and spiritual cleansing. Yeah. Like you you can't clean what you don't know is dirty. Hello. Can like you, you say that again? You can't clean what you don't Can know we- is dirty. You can't. You can't you can't fix what you don't know is broken. You have to have an awareness and it's part of an investing enjoy just like investing in a business mm-hmm. you know it's an investment it's an investment it's not it's, it's not just pre yes you have to make over and over exactly and, and when you when we talk about investing in stock or investing in business we always have the mindset that invest means 
implicitly I have to give something of me to get. Yes. An investment doesn't mean that I'm just receiving something yes. because I'm ready for it. Yes. You know, so we, yes. we can find ourselves being in a position and ready for joy, but we are not making the investment. Mm. And I I want to pose the question to all of all of you. How do you define investment? Because again, like mm. just like joy is subjective, you know, investment is subjective. subjective. Wow. I I may find that, you know, me creating new routines for myself and because like Amani said, I'm an extremely structured based person. I, I'm an educator um by in, in my career, so it's I need structure. My kids need structure. That my job requires structure, and who I am at my core, like teaching, is a ministry for me. So like, yes. I, it's not it's not a, anything separate from who I am. You know what I mean? So for me, j investing in joy means consciously writing on my schedule breaks to to think and to reflect about what is allowing me to be in joy. Um, and taking that intentional time and sticking to that intentional time to build a habit of it. That's what that looks like to me. But I'm wondering what does every, how does everyone def define investment? Dang, that was okay. I wasn't ready for that one. Sis. <laughs> how do you define investment? Yeah. It's because it's, it's hard for me to look at it other than taking a piece of myself and planting it somewhere else. I, and I, I think it's, it's interesting when you apply that to the concept that we're talking about of taking a piece of yourself and applying it to somewhere else and that somewhere else still has to be within you, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So some investment in this case may look like taking a piece of yourself that is, that is toxic or that you have not mastered yet in replacing that with affirmation or mm. replacing that mm. with um fostering healthier relationships or replacing so it's like bartering yes okay yes. okay 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 that's how i would okay. define investment in this in this context so my question to you as people as people um come in and out of the chat and answering the question again the question is how do you de define investment as we talk about investing in joy but what does investment actually look like to you um my question is how do we use joy as a catalyst to come back to ourselves mm -hmm. to kind of give back to ourselves mm -hmm. Because I think joy is so powerful in its own right mm -hmm. that it's not only something that we should seek, but it's also a tool that we can use to heal. Yeah. I I also, in my, my work this morning, I was watching a TED Talk um, that was called How to Make Stress Your Friend. Mm, okay. And okay. at first I looked at the title and I was like... <laughs> What? I'm gonna kick it with stress. Okay, what? that's not me. <laughs> but what she was saying was really powerful. Saying that you know she there there were thousands of adults in this study that were showing bodily responses to stress. So like mm. their heart was pumping, their vessels were constricting. But those were the people that believed stress was an enemy. The people who did not think that stress was an inhibitor on their health 
did not have those reactions. And she said, what power would it be if we looked at stress as our body's response to getting us prepared to take on a challenge? Mm. And that, no lie, and I'm, I'm not even exaggerating. That really changed my whole perspective in that 10 minutes sitting there because as a person that has is diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder, stress is a large part of my joy inhibitor. Exactly. Right? Same, and same. I, I think that, you know, allow, allowing me to come home to myself requires me to look at situations where I do not feel like I'm in joy mm -hmm. to say, this is my body's response that's preparing me because I'm strong enough to take on this challenge. And I'm going to see joy in this stress. I'm going mm -hmm. to see joy in this, this heartache or this heartbreak or okay. this discomfort. Okay. Um, okay. So I, I think, I think that's what that looks like for me, allowing me to come home to myself, like you said earlier, is sometimes we um, are not comfortable in ourselves, like yes. comfortable being present in our bodies. Yes. And I think that when we're distracted by the the things that upset us, we're not present with ourselves to, to give us an opportunity to experience joy. And I think that for me, as you said that, yes, someone said a challenge instead of an immovable wall. Yeah. And for me, joy is, it's something that I felt was this huge moment. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So it's like joy was like, if I felt joy, it's kind of like when you were talking about being in love, mm. you get the butterflies. Yeah. And I'm like, joy means that it's just gonna, the clouds are going to open, yeah. the birds are going to be chirping, yeah. and I'm just going to be it's like, an event. it's an event. I just mm -hmm. feel joy. Yeah. But this year, my birthday was last week, and I consciously, eh. yeah, Scorpio, <laughs> whatever. So, whatever. But I consciously made a decision that every year I was going to set a theme for whatever year I was coming into. So last year was coming home. And what I did was I was cleaning up my spiritual body, my emotional body, going to therapy, doing all the work so that I can move back into myself. And this year, my theme is joy. Joy. So I have a challenge for you all. What I want you all to do for 30 days, for 30 days, and if, if you want to make it a little challenge for real, for real, y'all can get a little cash prize. If you follow me at Imani Antoinette on Instagram, I'm going to put it in here at Imani Antoinette. And I'll meet you half with that. Yeah. So you cash prize, y'all. If y'all do this, a 30-day joy challenge. What I started to do is, and I'm going to show you right here because this is my, my little thing, 365 days of joy. And I've been writing down every day since my birthday, what does joy look like? Joy looks like sitting at, today, joy looked like sitting with my partner and cuddling. The other day, joy looked like sitting and watching TV and going to the park. Joy doesn't have to be something that's this big, huge, monumental yeah. event. It's whatever resonates when you sit and you ask yourself, 
What does joy look like? What does it feel like? What does it smell like in this day? And how am I consciously going to make sure that I welcome that into my space, that I welcome that into my aura, that I welcome that into my body? So I want you all to do a 30-day challenge. If you follow me on Instagram, you will get a cash prize at the end of the 30 days because I really want you all to really consciously, consciously decide to invite joy into your space and joy into your heart. Now, what do you think about a challenge like that? Like, How do you think that that can shift the way that we have a relationship? being intentional because we talked about yeah. the intentionality so how does intentionality and joy kind of relate mm -hmm. to one another i think it's about creating habits right and i think that you know outside of people say you know it takes 21 days to to habits. create a habit right um it even thinking about about kobe right like how how this many hours in the gym is perfecting this this shot. You know, everything mm -hmm. takes work. And I, I think that when we're intentional about our joy and intentional about our habits of joy, then we can make joy a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the power in it. When we're seeing it as, because we can pick up a lot of habits, right? And mm -hmm. habits don't, aren't always effective, okay. right? Okay. So like I can, have a coping me mechanism of, you know, squeezing a stress ball and maybe 30 days later, this this is not working for me anymore. You have to find something, have to find something new. So I think that being intentional about joy is sitting and asking yourself and being reflective about what about me embodying joy is not working for me anymore. Mm. How, how do I eat? Continue unpack to evolve. That, unpack that. Unpack that, please. So you want to know what's in the suitcase? Mm, what? So I I think that what I'm trying to get at is if for 30 days I'm noticing a trend, right? So say you know your first six days so far may have been really small things, like yeah. it may not have been big events. Yeah. And 30 days later. Maybe something drastic in, in life can change. And those small events, because it's, it's just a habit, it's not a lifestyle, may not carry me through this next season. Maybe I, I'm going to fall back into ways of, of expecting a spectacle of joy and it not being enough. So mm -hmm. I think just being able to acknowledge and say, saying, like, this works for me here. And it may not work. And for it you. may not work for me then, and that is okay. I love that I that love is that. absolutely okay. And I think that we need to back to the permission conversation. We need to give ourselves permission to evolve. Give, give our, yourself permission to evolve. You're changing. You we we give laugh at those those memes that say, you know, if I if I'm not who I was 24 minutes ago, then you need to respect that. But that's absolutely the truth. the truth. It's the truth. That's it's the, the truth. truth. We need to give ourselves permission to say, okay, this is what works for me and this doesn't work for me. This person served me and brought me joy in this season, but they may not bring me joy in the next season and that's okay. And that's not to say anything about anybody's character or to say that you need to uproot your life to accommodate joy, but you're really being introspective and thinking about what, what is being sparked, what sparks you? 
Mm. You saying that makes me think of when people talk about relationships mm. and it's just like when you enter a relationship, what you needed a year ago in that relationship is not what you mm-hmm. need now. Yes. And I love that idea of thinking that way about joy. The type of joy that you need today may not be the type of joy that you need next month, next week, or tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And that's okay because you have to think about this happiness, joy. All of these things are subjective to where you are and what type of headspace that you're in. Mm -hmm. Which is why, again, I want you all to walk away with this challenge. And I'm really serious about giving the cash prize to whoever can show me what their journal looks like for 30 days, because I want y'all to really write down what joy means for you day by day for 30 days and see how you feel at the end of that month. See if you've learned something new about yourself by the end of that month. See if your focus has changed when you wake up in the morning, because now your focus isn't what is all the work I have to do? What is going to be stressing me out today? Mm. What bills do I have to pay? That's not going to be your focus if you consciously wake up every morning and say, what does joy look like today? Mm. Now, after 30 days, you're going to be waking up and looking for joy actively Mm. in your life. You're going to be going into spaces, going into relationships, going into conversations, interactions, looking for joy. Yeah. And if joy is not there, you are going to remove yourself from it. Yeah. And I, I think that's powerful even to frame as an affirmation. You know, as you're as you're writing your 30 days of of joy and what brings you joy, like reflecting on that investment piece, how it's going to continue to be an investment. So just even writing daily or reciting daily, I continuously attract joy. I continuously attract joy. You know, I I do not. I am I am worth more than putting myself in spaces where I don't receive joy. Mm. I am worth more than putting myself in spaces where I don't receive joy. I love that. And I think that's so powerful to even affirm yourself in that type of way. Because joy is such a tool. I'm really, and I'm really going to go back to that. Like joy can be a catalyst for us to come home to ourselves. Because in my opinion, at the end of the day, that's the goal for me. Mm. Coming back home. You know that song where Beyonce says, find your way back? I was just Oh, yeah. I meditate to that song when mm-hmm. I feel very, you know, overwhelmed, when I feel really stimulated mm-hmm. because it puts me in a space where find your way back. You know, it's a big world, but you got it, baby. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, joy, looking for joy, seeking joy. Joys are like that, you know, like that Hansel and Gretel story when that little, um, that fairy tale to me looks like those little breadcrumbs mm-hmm. that they place down trying to find their way back. Wow. Although they... Yeah, yikes. But the principle. Maybe that wasn't the greatest example. I'm sorry, y'all, because I'm bread. Somebody ate the breadcrumbs. Somebody ate the joy. So maybe that was not the best one, but But y'all know what I'm trying to say. But it works for the moment. No, seriously. Like, like we're just saying, like, things may not always be effective in every season. Like, those crumbs serve their purpose. You see what I'm saying? Like, even. It could be comical, <laughs> but like they serve their purpose, and that's what we want to encourage you not to not to leave breadcrumbs, but to actually come on, minister, <laughs> flip it, deaconess. Come on, deacon. You know, church. Let me tell you something about church. People can always find a sermon in something. Okay, we can flip the it around. Are... Listen, let me tell you about the breadcrumbs. 
It's not about leaving down the breadcrumbs, but it's about the action of setting yourself up for success to come home. Yes. You know? Yes, 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 yes. Well, being respectful of time, I'm going to give y'all five minutes back. But I want to thank you again for sitting and having a conversation with us about joy. Um, it may not have been something that you probably thought you were working into, because, again, we weren't going to just have a conversation about what joy is, because we can't define that for mm -hmm. you. We cannot. So I hope that you took something from it. Again, my name is Imani Antoinette. We are doing this 30-day joy challenge. Look for joy in your days. Mm -hmm. and I'm here with LaBria. Bria, do you want to put your, your, yes, your information sure, in the chat? Sure. And I also want to, I know we're leaving space, but if anybody had any questions or things that popped up for them or yes, final yeah. comments, please feel free to drop it in the chat. And uh, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed this conversation and it it's beautiful because it it feels like this is a pause in the conversation and not not just the end, end of it, the end of it. And I I hope that it for those who were tuned in that this is a pause for you as well, and also a a reflective pause in your own life about how you're going to tackle this challenge with us, and you know take it beyond the thirty days. That's always yes, the goal that yes, you know we're being yes. intentional about these thirty days to build community. Um, with building this new skill, uh, but we want to go beyond the 30 days and we, we want to uh, go just just make that a lifestyle, you know, exactly. because when, when we are joy, we attract joy. When we are joy, we attract joy. You attract what you are. Yes. And I'm so glad that this conversation was grounded for some. I hope that y'all walk away with this light. You remember, and I want to I want to pour into y'all real quick before we leave. So if y'all can just close your eyes for a second while I give y'all some aggressive ass affirmations, because that's what I love to yes. do. I love to give aggressive affirmations. Okay. Y'all ready? I hope your eyes is closed. You ready? Do you know that you are light? You are love. You are exactly where you need to be in this moment. You attract all that you need to be successful. Joy finds you easily. You just got to give your permission to feel it. There is no one but the creator that has control over your life. Even the creator has given you free will. Use it to change your narrative, to change your story, to change the love in your life, the love that you have for yourself. Because baby... Baby boo. I don't know why I've been saying baby boo all day. I feel like I'm stuck in 2007. Baby boo, ain't nobody like you, baby. You know how juicy your yams is? Hello? You know how juicy your yams is? Please. You are everything. You are amazing. And I want y'all to walk in your light because no one in this world has it. Yeah. I love you all. I don't have to know y'all by name to love you. And I just I just hope that y'all just walk in y'all greatness. Yeah. Yeah. And if I could close with anything because, you know, aggressive affirmations are a tough act to follow. <laughs> something that I tell my students every day is you are loved, you are needed, and you are important. Yeah. And I think so often we can throw words like that around. We can throw I love you's around. We can throw I need you's around. Yeah. But know that just like Amani said, you are needed because yeah. nobody on this earth 
has what you have and think of the power of walking with a joy nobody else can walk with that's beautiful that's so beautiful and you are beautiful and you are beautiful every every, all of of y'all but y'all are beautiful (laughs) and i I want you to to be secure in in your uniqueness and the the beauty that you add to this earth just by existing and i i'm so grateful to have shared this space with all of you and with my sistren yes yes. always a a vibe but um we definitely Oh, since we can plug now. Now we can plug. We are going to be starting a podcast called The Guarding Podcast, where we pour into Black people. We pour light. We pour affirmations. We pour joy into you all. So look out for that if you follow us on Instagram, okay, at The Color Creative, at Imani Antoinette. And I'm going to be looking for y'all. Y'all joy, y'all joy, yes. 30 day challenge. If y'all want this cash, this cash money, cash, uh, cash money, these ching, 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 ling, lings. What is that? Imani? I don't know. It, the baby listen- boo, I was okay with, but I've been listening to like mad 2000s and okay. chop and screw. It's okay. Okay, y'all. What? <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> we love being able to amplify voices, organize art shows, give artist grants, residencies, and produce unique content for you. To keep our platform going, we need your help. Visit weroamfreely.org slash donate to support however you can. If it's $5, 20 or 100 it really does make a difference and supports our mission of increasing representation of women and non-binary artists of color. We Roam Freely is currently accepting submissions from visual artists for our March 2021 virtual art showcase. For more information on this podcast guest, as well as submission links, please visit this episode's description box and follow us on Instagram at We Roam Freely. And don't forget, whatever that thing is, do it.